0: Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover-to-Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 92 of Reading the Bible Cover-to-Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that teaches us more about you and your ways. Help us learn more of you today in Jesus name. Amen. Let's take a look at Matthew chapter three. There are two things that stand up to me as we read this chapter. First, John the Baptist was sent by God to prepare the way for his son to come and change the world forever. This John who was greatly used by God had nothing in the way of material possessions. He wore clothes made of camel's hair. His food was locusts and wild honey. It occurred to me, that we are bombarded with so much modern-day advertising, feeding us lies and telling us that feeling good about ourselves and the clothes we wear and making sure our palates are pleased are the things we should be focusing on. We seek more money to do all this pleasing, which simply pleases the flesh and not our spirits. The enemy is a liar, my friends. And while we all know this, sometimes I feel like I've been duped. The enemy keeps us seeking all the wrong worldly things when God simply desires our heart. He wants our whole heart. But so often we are out trying to make it in the world, we don't make the time to give the Lord what he desires more, our heart and our worship. Second, Jesus is baptized by John. He submits to another man's authority to show us the importance of being born again. This is a supremely humble act on Jesus' part. And then God speaks, saying, "'This is my Son, my Beloved, in whom I delight.'" Yes, John the Baptist was privy to hearing God's voice. And as you read this chapter, consider the humble nature of Christ. Let us aspire to be more like him. Let's see what Paul is writing to Colossians in chapter 3 a beautiful pairing to Matthew chapter 3. In verses 1 and 2, Paul writes, If then you have been raised with Christ to a new life, thus sharing his resurrection from the dead, aim at and seek the rich eternal treasures that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, and set your minds and keep them set on what is above, the higher things, not on the things that are on the earth. Then he tells us to kill the evil desires within us, deprive the enemy of power over us. Sometimes it is difficult to stop doing something without a better something to take its place. So in verse 10, he writes, And have clothed yourselves with the new spiritual self, which is ever in the process of being renewed and remolded into a fuller and more perfect knowledge upon knowledge after the image, the likeness of him who created it. Yes, we are God's. He made us. We are his. Paul continues to tell us to clothe ourselves as God's chosen, who are purified and holy and well-beloved by God himself. We can be thankful today that God chose us to be his. We aren't wandering around wondering whose we are because we are absolutely his for sure. A wonderful thing to praise God for today. Paul goes on to write about all the things we are to put on. I encourage you to take time reading through these things and note that we are to put them on. Some things like gentleness and forgiveness may not come naturally to us when we are hurt. However, Paul tells us to put them on like clothing we would wear. Lastly, verses 23 and 24 say, Whatever may be your task, work at it heartily as something done for the Lord and not for men, knowing with all certainty that it is from the Lord and not from men that you will receive the inheritance which is your reward. The one whom you are actually serving is the Lord Christ, the Messiah. This is a perspective changer for me. There are times I get so tired of doing the same things over and over again. Mostly household tasks like kitchen duty. Kitchen tasks aren't necessarily things I enjoy doing, but Paul tells us we should do everything unto the Lord. There may be things in your life you don't enjoy either. As we read Paul's words, our minds shift from negative to positive. Our spirits shift as well. We can do these necessary tasks and offer them as service to the Lord. God is in charge of everything. He already knows our days before we live them. The Lord gives us strength to do what is in front of us every day, and he can give us a heart to enjoy it as well. Let's see what's happening in Deuteronomy chapter 31. First, Moses tells the people his time is coming to an end. Then in verse 6, he encourages Joshua and the people to be strong, courageous, and firm. Fear not, nor be in terror before them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. The next few verses are ones we should read often when we are faced with obstacles in our way or just feeling unsettled or downcast. Please take your time reading these and let them be promises for you today. Moses tells them to read all the things he has been telling them throughout this book so they will remember what God has done for them. So they will revere him forever. They were to read, remember, and pass on to their children and all future generations the promises of God, his statues, and his commandments. Next, God tells Moses to bring Joshua to the tent of meeting so he can pass his position on to Joshua before he died. God told him the people would go after other gods and will forsake him and break their covenant with him. He will get angry, forsake them, and hide himself from them. Many evil things would befall them. God told him to write a song for their remembrance. Then the Lord told Joshua to be strong and courageous, just as Moses had told him. Imagine hearing these words directly from the Lord. God did not create us to be shy and defenseless. He is our defense, and he will not let us down. At the same time, God shows us his desire to have our hearts. Let us ask him to search our hearts for any disobedience or anything that would take us away from worshiping him with our whole hearts, and then wait for him to show us. He will show us things we aren't aware of as we come to him. And then we can change only with his help, of course. He changes us. We don't have to be worried that we aren't good enough or won't be good enough. Surrender to him is what he asks. He will do a work in us and continue to do that work until we meet him in heaven. In Deuteronomy chapter 32, Moses wrote the song God told him to write yesterday. It is a song foretelling of their turning away from God and all that will happen to them. There are some tough things to read about here, but we can take note of and comfort in the fact that although the Israelites will turn away from God, they will also come back to him. We can take comfort in knowing God will take us back if we turn away from him, and we can take comfort in knowing God has numbered our days. He knows all of our tomorrows. We are not a surprise to him. Let us turn to him and pray he keeps our hearts soft toward him and keeps us seeking him all the days of our lives. We end the chapter with God telling Moses to climb the mountain to look at Canaan. This will be the place he dies. Psalm 92 is a psalm that was read in Jewish homes regularly. In my Bible, it is titled, A Song for the Sabbath Day. Certainly, this psalm would have been read on the Sabbath in their homes, but it was also read on other days as well. This psalm could be read by us often too. It starts out with praise to the Lord and talks about God's loving kindness and faithfulness. It also addresses the plight of the wealthy and those who seem to flourish, that one day they will meet their maker and they will know their actions on earth weren't the ones God desires. Again, let us set our sights on the spiritual things instead of earthly ones. Pay particular attention to verses 12 through 15, attesting to the lives and ways of the righteous. Verse 14 is underlined in my Bible, where even the older people were full of fruit and rich in love and contentment. Verse 15 says they are living memorials to show that the Lord is upright and faithful to his promises. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Yes, the Lord is our rock. Let us lean into him today. And let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for your message today. Father, help us set aside time to worship you. May our hearts be turned towards you. Keep our eyes on you, Lord. Keep us seeking you and learning more of you. May the things of this world grow dim in comparison to your light. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word.